0: Welcome to Techno and Travel, the podcast of tunes and wings. My name is Sabine Spätling, and today I'll take you on a musical journey of rampue. Imagine summer, sun on the skin, dreamy sounds in the air, the driving and at the same time gentle bass that makes you feel like closing the eyes and dance. A sound that puts a smile on your face. Rampu is a Berlin musician playing worldwide at wonderful happenings like Fusion, Burning Man, Wu Moon, in India, New York and many other places. Enjoy! Rempu, aka Daniel or Daniel, aka Rempu. You're a Berlin musician, actually traveling around the world and attending great happenings like Fusion, like the Woomoon Festival, parties and events in New York City and Ibiza, um, and now in Berlin. Welcome. Hello. <laughs> <laughs> um, you started when you started as a musician. Could you imagine that you would be traveling around the world that much?
1: Um, never. Um, I, I think I was always in, into music, and I think I really, it really started like maybe, I really making music, started in 1997, I, I think. And it was always some weird music I did, like 8-bit music, or I don't know, I was always into weird music, and I never thought of, Traveling in the world with my music because all my friends were like, okay, mm, you're doing weird stuff. I don't know. I'm more into metal music. <laughs> yeah.
0: My friends too, actually. Yeah. That's quite funny because I used to play in a metal band really? when I was younger. <laughs> yeah. Would you say that you still got influences from that time or was it just that your friends were listening to that?
1: Um, my friends were listening to that. Um, I don't like guitars. <laughs> I really, I really don't like guitars. <laughs> Um, No, no, it was never my thing, also punk music and rock music, no, I I think my punk was uh, GABA music when I was really young, (laughs) like that really Dutch, fast, hard, (laughs) stupid music, and yeah, I I was more into noise and industrial music and this kind of stuff, but guitars are boring,
0: Mm -hmm. (laughs) I
1: think. Sorry,
0: <laughs> <laughs> I cannot understand, but I accept it. <laughs> so, um, coming back to that, to that um, travel background, um, did you or do you know how many countries you already visited? Do you count that number?
1: Um, no, uh, but I have a, a large map in my kitchen, and I try to make pins everywhere I travel to to get like an overview because so much traveling it's it's like everything's melting to mm-hmm. one big thing. Mm-hmm.
0: And how would you say um, has Daniel changed in the meantime with all those countries traveling all those countries in the background?
1: Mm. I, I think I'm more extroverted not that shy guy I'm. I'm still a little bit shy, but um, I'm. I'm getting used to uh, talking to strange people.
0: And in terms of the music, um, any new influences, like sounds you hear in different countries that don't exist in other countries, so that you would um, bring into your music, or maybe new tracks, new artists that inspire you.
1: Um, I don't know because. Before all that traveling, uh, I was listening to or I tried to listen to different kinds of music from all around the world. So, um, and, and I mean, when I come to a new country, I'm mostly only listening to club music and tracks that, that uh, DJs playing all around the world. So, it's, there is not so much influence.
0: Mm-hmm. And by looking at your map... Um, for which country do you have the best feeling? Which country um, did you like the most or still is one of your favorite countries?
1: My personal my favorite country is Japan. And I think for the music, um, I really love all the Arabic countries. Mm-hmm. The, the people really want to party and they are so... Nice and it's so familiar. It's really I like that.
0: And why Japan?
1: I don't know. Um, I really don't know. Um, I think it started when when um, when I first saw the music video for Ken Ishii. Extra was some techno drag. I think in nineteen ninety four or nineteen ninety nineteen ninety five and uh, he did like some anime music video to that and i like that style so much like cartoon for uh, adults not that disney sweet shit it was really yeah really um yeah not for kids not for kids really strange and weird pictures and I like that so much that I really want to learn more about Japan culture. And, yeah, I don't know. if I really don't know.
0: And when you traveled to Japan, was it like you expected it?
1: Um, it was even better. Mm-hmm.
0: In terms of food culture or buildings or the people?
1: Um, I didn't have the chance to really to talk so much to the people because Japanese people don't talk that often English.
0: <laughs> it's, it's a
1: little bit difficult. Uh, but um, I don't know. Um, I like the whole culture. Um, I really love the food that reduced thing, not so much spices and everything. It's just like two in- ingredients and then it's perfect.
0: Mm-hmm. Yeah, so true. And um, back to that Arabian um, countries that you mentioned, I think you could hear it in your tracks that you like Arabian countries. Did you did you um, include sounds from that area before already or is it since you visited those countries?
1: Um, I was always surrounded by um, Arabic or Turkish or people from, from that area. And... So uh, I was always listening in the background to this music, and it was always a little bit like, yeah, and I couldn't understand why people enjoyed that so sad music. Because, like, when you hear to that music, the singer is always like, oh, oh my god, everything is so sad, and then I tried to listen more to this kind of music, and then I got into that, and I was really like, okay, this is cool. This is really cool. Uh, um, people need to know that, that it's cool. It's not only that crying and annoying music. Um, it's really beautiful and yeah. <laughs> I <don't> know.
0: <laughs> and very emotional.
1: Yeah, it's really emotional.
0: Yeah. Um, which festival that you either played on or visited as um, Raver inspired you, or <laughs> did you like the most?
1: I think Fusion Festival inspired Mm -hmm. me the most because um, I've never been on a festival um, that was so long. I mean, I I come from uh, Hessen, Mm -hmm. in the middle of Germany, and parties stop like five or six, and Fusion is like really non-stop Mm -hmm. and non-stop, and the DJs are not there to to give some action to the people because people are really wasted and tired. Also the DJs are wasted and tired and (laughs) that gets a new energy. Mm -hmm. That gets a new energy. So you you play the songs that you would never play on the peak time on a party and that's interesting. Mm -hmm.
0: Because like um, time is not really a matter there because it's like ongoing all the time and there is not like lunchtime or best time when you start the night or the peak time at night so it's more like three days on how how long is it like three days or four days
1: i think you can stay there and dance for five days
0: yeah yeah. so it's more like everything in one not that yeah it's it's separate
1: it's i mean you have music all the time you have so many stages Mm -hmm. and you don't care about who is playing it's Mm -hmm. just like oh music from this stage yeah. sounds interesting let's go there yeah. and djs are also not they're not playing like okay i need to get the crowd and do the best party uh, on the whole festival nobody cares
0: mm-hmm. and we already talked about this um, before we started the interview um the Tunes and Wings listeners already know that I'm a huge fan of the Moon Festival and I attended the closing party in 2016, where you played a fantastic set. It's still one of my top three sets that I'm listening to regularly on SoundCloud. Um, what would you say, which kind of, or what is the magic um, of this happening? Why is it so supporting the initial idea of of the techno community and with all the artists and the the happenings around?
1: Um, (laughs) Actually, I really don't know. Um, It was my first time in Ibiza. It was the first party I played for in Ibiza. But I heard from a lot of people that the old Ibiza Mm -hmm. spirit, uh, it got lost and it's only EDM and... Mm -hmm. Yeah, it's it's not really the the music and the Ibiza feeling, and I think they try to recreate it or bring it back. Yeah, it worked out good.
0: It really worked out good, and also was my first party on Ibiza, <laughs> which is really <laughs> funny. And now you're um, yeah almost like a resident of of the team there, so you're playing at. The parties of women around not around the world, but um, in many countries right now, and also um, in Ibiza quite often. Is there is there also a personal connect connection to the guys that are organizing the festival?
1: Um, yeah, definitely. Um, I think two years ago, uh, I spent two weeks with the Woomoon crowd. Um, at some yeah, really, really white place so it was really like familiar. We had a big um, meeting point where we uh, ate together and all that stuff and most people really got friends for me. So going back to the women party is like going back to family, to yeah. friends. And yeah.
0: That's nice. And you also going to travel with them to Barcelona to the yeah. Ofsonar party which will be the first women Ofsonar party. What can Ravers expect?
1: I don't know. <laughs> it's, my, it's, it's my first time in Barcelona, yeah. um, and I'm really excited what they do there. Um, I just heard uh, Dumi, um, the uh, owner of uh, Moon, he, he told me like, Yeah, Daniel, we have this location. It's so beautiful. When I arrived there, I was almost crying. So um, I think it will be really cool.
0: Yeah. Pretty cool. So it's also my first um event series. I'm really excited about this, and it's part of my. Um, I just released, a, yeah, podcast about the off-s- of the best offsona parties last week. So this was, um, of course, one of the top events, I think, in my opinion, that are going to be there. Um, yeah, back from the whole wild world to Berlin the place um, where we live right now and where you are working and living, what are your favorite spots here in Berlin? Or since when are you living in Berlin, actually?
1: Um, I think oh, 11 years mm-hmm. or 10 years. Yeah, 10 years.
0: Yeah. How would you say also the, the music has changed in, in between?
1: Oh, it's changed so much. It changed so much. When I arrived here, was really like over the peak time of minimal music. Mm-hmm. So I arrived here when you when you went to a party and the first DJ was boop, 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 boop. Mm-hmm. the main act was boop, 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 boop. <laughs> the peak time was <laughs> boop, 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 boop. and the after all was boop, 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 boop. And I was like, wow oh, this is boring. Mm-hmm. Um, so I went to this maximal parties, mm-hmm. more like uh trustees um all this French, really noisy music, but there were melodies. Something was happening. And... Um,
0: and, and spheric sounds as well. Yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. And
1: then I think it started with
0: um,
1: this um, dynamic wall, house, with more melodies, more laid back, more soul, not that machine minimal techno stuff. I don't know for For me, yeah,
0: so it's a nice spot to live and work um yes, yeah, and what are your favorite places? Um, I mean either restaurants, bars, or just parks or places where you have the feeling that there is a good energy
1: um, I think my home
0: it's <laughs> <laughs> always a good sign
1: um, I, i'm not i'm I'm not that guy who. Likes to go out in bars and all that stuff um i I really love to stay at home um, but yeah I love carter i still still love them um they are really nice people um i I don't know um
0: and your favorite, your favorite, for example, if the Wu crew would be here in Berlin, where would you like to have dinner with them?
1: Dinner with them? Um, I think uh, the next restaurant here. They're doing some really German kitchen, and they look really dirty. And I think it's funny to bring the Wu Moon guys to this weird place like the complete <laughs> opposite it's yeah. not namaste it's not <laughs> vegan and it's like really just dirty rough. German rough kitchen yeah
0: how is it called because we're here at um, for all of um, those who don't have a picture in mind yet we're here at uh, Berlin Lichtenberg at a nice um, Mexican restaurant yeah. like in a, in a like actually cave, cave. <laughs> how is it how is the the German restaurant called here in Lichtenberg I don't know. <laughs> I really don't know. So it's ju- just next to the train station?
1: No, it's just... just I think it's in the next house here. Mm-hmm. So it's, it's like... I think they combined like a bar and a restaurant. And I, yeah, it's, it's strange. Yeah. I never saw somebody eat in, inside there, but I only uh, see the signs like... Um, sauerkraut, Würstchen, Eisbein.
0: Yeah. Uh, yeah. Okay, I, I search for it on the internet and put it in the show notes. <laughs> um, I moved to Berlin two weeks ago, and I have the feeling that, I mean, in this city working in the techno scene, it's really a huge opportunity, but also living here, um, yeah, it could be either a blessing or a curse. And um, how do you feel living here, with all those opportunities and and yeah, the world around of the, of the techno scene here?
1: Um, I think Berlin's really paradise when it comes to club and techno and everything because you can still do three days par three day parties here. It's okay. Um, You can do whatever you want here, it's okay. Um, It's not so expensive. Okay, it's getting more and more expensive, it's crazy. Uh, But you can still do it here. And I think that makes it really special. So uh, I like it here, because you can do this.
0: Yeah. Since 2011, <laughs> since two you're coining a sound that I would call organic techno. I know that there is not a certain term for it, but that's how I would describe it. Um, and this sound got really popular in the past, I would say, two to three years. I mean, they already played it at, at Carter. Um but nevertheless, also what you said uh, with the change from minimal to that hard techno. Now it's more that organic. Um, I would say. Um, how would you describe your your musical journey? Because you also started with with other sounds, mm. and now you're doing this for some years already. Um, how was the personal musical journey of Rempew?
1: Um I always tried to copy my favorite music, and it never worked out that good, but I think I created something new. I don't know. I mean, um, I love that, uh, really, uh, I'm that 90s guy, I love trance music, mm-hmm. but I also love industrial music, um, I love that classical, really good pop music, I love techno and with all that in your mind and you, you try to create something like Nicolas char it mm-hmm. doesn't work, mm-hmm. I always put inside my mm-hmm. uh, trance background inside that and yeah, I think I, I just make the music I mm-hmm. want to listen to mm-hmm.
0: What is the special thing about Nicolas Char in your opinion because you are you were mentioning this name um, quite often in, in some interviews Um but, but what do you... What is the, the feeling that you have about his music?
1: Um, I like that he... Um, it was not easy for the crowd to listen to Nicolas Schar and that's what I like about him. Um, he's changing the tempo all the time. Um, he's playing really slow. He's not playing that four to the floor beat all the time. Um He's using really kitschy samples. Mm-hmm. Um, nobody else would use that, and it's just, it's like so much is happening. It's it's not. It's it's really like he. Okay, um, it's not easy for you. <laughs> I do my stuff here. Just listen to me, and yeah. Then he puts all this shit into the crowd, and it works out so good. Mm-hmm. And that's what I like.
0: Mm-hmm. So it's more like um, you really have to experience it. Yeah. Yeah. Um, it doesn't really matter to you how old the tracks are that you are playing and how often you are playing them. How would you say do you find out about the tracks that you are playing in your sets? Mm. Or how do they come to you?
1: youtube <laughs>
0: <laughs> really
1: you know when, when you're uh, you always have the recommendations mm-hmm. uh, on the side and you're listening to this one track and then you look on the side oh okay let's click on this one. Mm-hmm. Ah, that's interesting okay let's click on this mm-hmm. one and then you get in more deep into one mm-hmm. direction i don't mm-hmm. know and then you discover something mm-hmm. interesting
0: so and um, w- what is the term you're starting with or which kind of music you're starting with
1: um it's it's I, I don't know um sometimes um i really love video games so um i just watch some video game video and then um i have as I, I, I see this thumbnail and a weird name and i click on that and i'm like oh, okay that's inter- interesting okay now listening to music okay <laughs> oh okay yeah, yeah. so it's, it's yeah the YouTube hole, I don't know.
0: (laughs) (laughs) And how would you say that in the future, or first this summer, um, what will this summer bring for you in terms of of music, in terms of um, travels?
1: Um, I hope I get more, uh, I get new inspiration to make new music again, Mm -hmm. because all that traveling Mm -hmm. and... Yeah, it was really a lot of work the last few years, so I really got tired, mm-hmm. I hope that I can make new music, because mm-hmm. I don't want to release any, some random shit, I want to make some stuff that I, I really like, mm-hmm. I want to show the people, and um, right now it's mm-hmm. not working for me, so I hope I get some inspiration back in the mm-hmm. summer.
0: Any ideas already about the place where you would like to produce the music, like studios or co-producers or areas?
1: Um, Not really. Not really. I think I have a lot of artists I want to work together, but um, I'm not good working together with other artists. (laughs) Um,
0: Because you have that... um, strong vision in mind and
1: i'm i'm, I'm also really fast so mm-hmm. when, when i need a vocal vocal for a track um I'm, I'm too i don't have time mm-hmm. to to call somebody hey can you sing something for mm-hmm. me i'm just searching for some random vocals mm-hmm. and do some edit mm-hmm.
0: with the vocals mm-hmm.
1: it's only because i'm lazy <laughs>
0: <laughs> um if you would need to organize a festival and you would be the head of booking who would be on your lineup?
1: Oh my god. Uh, too ma- too many people. <laughs> <laughs> like uh, let's say that, that
0: five people.
1: Uh, five people. Um, oh that's hard. That's really hard. Um <laughs>
0: If it would be like, for example, either a festival on a beach or a festival in a club, like more rave? Um,
1: I think I wouldn't do a rave festival. I think it would be like more music festivals. So you would listen to really annoying,
0: non-danceable
1: music, but also danceable music. Um, I don't know. I really don't know. I think rubbing crystals um maybe as a main act to fuck up the people
0: <laughs> surprise
1: surprise the main act only noise <laughs>
0: um
1: i don't know i don't know um i have so many artists that are really really interesting to me and i really want to see them live Okay, okay, I have one guy, uh, Birdie Man.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: I really want to see Birdie Man live again. I saw him once at Tresor mm-hmm. and when I first saw the lineup, I was like, Birdie Man in Tresor? No, mm-hmm. I'm not sure. So I went there and he was really only with um, beatboxing. He was playing really hard techno all the time and it didn't listen, uh, didn't, didn't, um, sound like that typical Burning Man music and comedy and from techno to hip hop to drum and bass whatever and I really want to see that yeah Burning Mm. Man show Mm -hmm. I think he would be one part of the lineup
0: That sounds interesting and I like that it's out of um, existing concepts I mean by looking at some some lineups you could already expect who will be booked by Mm. whom so this is a new approach, and I like it.
1: I mean, um, I also I, I like when there are some changes in, in the party evening. Not everybody's playing the same shit. Um, I like it when somebody's playing techno, and then you're listening to hip-hop. So, mm-hmm. Yeah,
0: Yeah, because it's all music. Yeah. Yeah. And one thing you're especially looking forward to in Berlin summer this year? Because I have the feeling that all, of the, all people told me that um, it's so good that you move to Berlin in spring because winter is really depressive mm-hmm. and spring is so good. What do you like most about Berlin summers?
1: Um, I really love that um, some Turkish families really put their whole <laughs> home into the park. <laughs> yeah. I love that so much. This is so cool. Yeah. Um, I really love that Berlin people go out in the park and on the streets in the summer. So Winter is really depressing. Mm-hmm. Really depressing, but in the summer, everybody is like completely changed. Everybody's a little bit like a hippie here. Mm-hmm. Yeah,
0: summer! Yeah.
1: Let's go barefoot! Yeah. <laughs> <All that stuff.
0: laughs> so true. Okay. Thank you so much. It was really a pleasure talking to you and see you at least in um, Barcelona. Thank you. <laughs> I hope you enjoyed this interview as much as I enjoyed the conversation with Ramu. All the relevant dates he's playing on festivals, etc., can be found on the website on TunesandWings.com. I will put everything into the article um, in which also the interview is going to be released. And let me know if you're at um, the Woomoon Offsuna party in Barcelona would be great seeing you there and um, yeah for all the updates stay um, up to date on the tunes and wings facebook page and on the instagram page where also fresh monday tunes great mix box sets and throwback thursdays and on friday where also the event tips for the upcoming weekend are going to be released Thank you for listening, rock and roll and stay tuned.